0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, exclusively here, as always, on the Casa D18 Studios channel. I, of course, am your host, the Renegade J.J. Williams. And today we begin our look at DC Comics properties and, of course, the EU. And we're going to take a look and start it all off with all the way back from 1943 the batman starring lewis wilson douglas croft j carol nash shirley patterson and william austin what's going on everybody thank you for joining me here once again for another brand new installment of renegades reviews and like i said during the introduction today we begin a brand new month a brand new theme we're back looking at comic book films But this time, we're taking a look at the competition. We did Marvel a few months ago, and now we're taking a look at DC Comics. And we're going to start with the very first DC Comics live action that there was. And believe it or not, no, it wasn't Superman. Superman had shorts that were animated by Fleischer Studios that came before this, but The Batman from 1943 was the very first live action representation of a DC Comics property. Just goes to show that at the end of the day, it's not the Boy Scout, it's the Dark Knight that truly is the anchor for DC Comics. After all, Batman is the world's greatest detective. Now our movie, isn't as much of a movie as it is a collection of serials. Now, for those of you that don't know what a serial is, maybe you're too young, a serial is like a weekly episodic television episode that was shown in movie theaters prior to the movies of the time. A lot of times you'd go in, you'd pay your money, and you'd see a newsreel with whatever was going on in the world at the time, You'd see a cartoon or two, and you'd see a serial, and then you'd get your feature presentation. So, The Batman was a 15-episode serial that was collected and then released on DVD by Sony Columbia Pictures, originally distributed by Columbia Pictures, which is an interesting tidbit because... There's always rumor going around, talk going around about the Walt Disney Company trying to buy Sony so they can get their hands on Spider-Man officially for the MCU, Marvel films, etc. Sony, of course, is hesitant to sell to Disney. But if Disney is able to get their hands On Sony slash Columbia, not only will they get Spider-Man, they'll get these Batman serials. So they'll actually have DC Comics properties in their archives, as well as Marvel. Very, very interesting. I did not know that until I watched these, that these were from Columbia, which is Sony. Anyways... That being said, in this version of Batman, Bruce Wayne and his ward, Dick Grayson, are secret government agents following the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. As Batman and Robin, the dynamic duo become aware of a Japanese sabotage ring operating within Gotham City. Bruce's girlfriend, Linda Page, asks Bruce for his help In finding her uncle, Martin Warren, who was abducted by the rain after he was released from prison. We then meet Dr. Tito Daka, and he is the Japanese leader of the rain, with plans to steal Gotham City's radium supply in order to power his invention, a handheld ray gun that can dissolve anything it hits. By its powerful beam. Daka forces Warren to divulge the location of the vault where the radium is stored and then sends his American henchman along with a zombie that he controls with a microphone via an electronic brain implant to steal the precious metal. Batman discovers the plot and defeats the gain after a terrific battle. Back inside of his secret Batcave, Batman interrogates one of Daka's henchmen, who reveals that the radium was to be taken to the House of the Open Door, which is located in the mostly deserted Little Tokyo section of Gotham City. Batman and Robin infiltrate the game's lair, which is also... Dr. Daka's laboratory, which is hidden inside a still open business, a funhouse ride called the Cave of Horrors. Inside, they find Linda, bound, gagged, and unconscious. After she is rescued by the dynamic duo, Daka transforms her uncle Warren into one of his zombies and plots the derailment of a heavily Laden supply train. Unfortunately for Dr. Daka, his sabotage efforts are once again thwarted by Batman and Robin. Traps and counter traps follow as the dynamic duo continue to foil the plans of Dr. Daka and his henchmen. When Dr. Daka attempts to steal America's victory plans, Batman and Robin are finally victorious. They oversee the capture of Daka's men and finally the destruction of the Japanese agent. As Dr. Daka tries to escape, he ends up falling to his death through his own hidden trap door into a pit of hungry alligators. I have to say there's, there's a lot of goods and there's a lot of bads in this. And I'm going to try not to be overly critical of the bads, because you have to keep in mind the sign of the times. One of the main bads is that it was really long, drawn out, and almost boring. There was a lot of repeat dialogue and exposition. And I understand to an extent that that was necessary, because back in the day, maybe you end up missing episode three of the serial, but you come back to episode four. So they need to kind of rehash some stuff so that you can get caught up. Whereas the people that have seen every single episode, it's like, wait a minute, they did this last week. Get on with the new stuff. Each of these episodes averages between about 15 and 18 minutes, with the first one and the last one both being over 20. Which, you know, if you think of it as television, season premiere, season finale, are going to be a little bit bigger than the standard episodes. We did introduce the Bat Cave in these serials, as well as the secret entrance to the Bat Cave, which in this, was a grandfather clock, whereas probably the most popular version is the old 60s television show where they would lift up the head of a bust and flick a switch that would open up a secret door within the wall and then they would slide down the bat poles. This also changed the look of Alfred for the rest of time. According to my research, in the comics prior to this 1943 serial, Alfred was portrayed as kind of a portly gentleman, a little bit on the chunky side. With this, he became slender with the mustache, which is now like his signature look, his trademark look. You think about Alfred, you think about the older, slender gentleman with the mustache, Another interesting tidbit in this is that there was no Batmobile. Alfred drove Batman and Robin around. I'm assuming that way they could easily change clothes in the back between Bruce and Dick and Batman and Robin. Because a lot of times they would have their regular clothes on and their superhero suits underneath their regular suits. So there were quite a few shots in the car where they'd be unbuttoning their shirt buttons and you could see the Batman suit underneath. Like I said, I assume that's why Alfred drove in this one. But it's of note the fact that at no point did you see Bruce and Dick or Batman and Robin driving in this one. Alfred was always the chauffeur. Linda Page is a character I'm not familiar with. I don't know if she existed in the comic books or if she was created for this. That much research I wasn't able to do, I didn't do. I did find it interesting that they went with a more realistic villain. Considering the attack on Pearl Harbor was 1941, and this was 1943, just two years removed of that, They went with the more realistic villain in Dr. Daka, a Japanese agent here within the States, as opposed to going with the Joker, the Riddler, Catwoman, Penguin, any of those characters who may or may not have existed in the comics at that time, and instead they grounded Batman in this more realistic world and universe. And I kind of dug that. The The main thing that I didn't like was the as much exposition as there was. Because like I said, I get Sign of the Times. You needed to do that in case people missed a week as they were coming to the different movies that were out at the time. But I think when they adapted it to DVD, they could have probably trimmed it down from four and a half, close to five hours into maybe three hours, and just cut off some of that repetition, some of that filler, some of that additional exposition to make a more clear-cut and concise story. But I did enjoy it for what it was. Is it something I'm going to rush out to watch again? Probably not, if I'm being honest. But being a Batman fanatic like I am, it's in my archives, it's in my collection, and that's the important part. It's also on YouTube in its entirety. If any of you guys are curious about this and would like to give it a look, it is on YouTube all 15 chapters. Take a look at it if you're a Batman fanatic and you've never seen it before. When it comes to my rating for The Batman, I'm going to be I'm going to be generous and give it 2 out of 5 stars. I could give it a little bit worse, but I don't think that's fair considering the times that it came out. So two out of five stars, I feel, is a fair representation of what it is, when it came out, and everything contained within it. If you have seen the 1943 Batman serial, what do you guys think about it? Let me know if you're watching the premiere, leave your thoughts and comments over here. If you're watching on demand, leave your thoughts and comments down here. Whatever you do when you get out there on social media, let's try to get those hashtags trending. Hashtag 18 Studios, hashtag Renegades Reviews, hashtag Renegade Returns, and of course, the ever popular hashtag Shenanigans. Merchandising. Merchandising? What's that? Merchandising. Come, I'll show you. Merchandising, merchandising, where the real money's made. Make sure you guys tune in tomorrow, right back here, on the Casa D18 Studios channel, for another brand new installment of Renegades Reviews, when we take a look at the sequel to the 1943 Batman serial, 1949's Batman and Robin, starring Robert Lowry, Johnny Duncan jane adams and lyle talbot you're not going to want to miss out tomorrow right back here on the casa d18 studios channel right back here on another brand new installment of renegades reviews when we take a look at the next chapter in the batman saga to all my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in for the premiere leaving your thoughts and comments over here thank you very much i greatly appreciate each and every one of you likewise All my loyal fans and viewers out there tuning in a little bit later in the day, watching on demand, leaving your thoughts and comments down here. Thank you very much. I greatly appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate all my loyal fans and viewers out there that tune in on a regular basis. Show me that support. Give me those views. Thank you very much for watching. I will see you guys next time.